it's time for the sexiest cigar podcast in the nation, The Good Cigar, with your favorite host and mine, Al Roman. Well, hello and welcome to number episode 94 of The Good Cigar Podcast. And with me, as always, is the beautiful, the talented, the magnificent... The Melissa. It's going to be a feisty show if we can't even get through sound check. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, all right, hey, I need you. She's like, her mic is not close to her mouth. My mic is exactly where it needs to be. No, it's not. And I was like, okay, well, then just just say something so I could check the sound quality and the volume on uh, your on your mic. And she just sits there. What? My say mic something. is exactly where it needs to be. Just say something. Any lower, you and you say? can hear me breathe and like the mouth. I don't care. Out. No. I don't care what you say. Just say something so I could get some kind of tone off there. Kiss my Rosie. Hi, hi, babe. Hi. Right. So that that's too low. So you got to you have to project the voice. You got to kiss my grits. Okay, so that's better. That that's like you get a great level on that. That's okay. what I'm looking for. All right. That's as long what as we you're need. happy. That's what the le- uh, as long as you're happy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is my mic not where it's supposed to be? I'm sorry. It only works for me. I'm the mm-hmm. only one who can pull that off. <laughs> you don't even know what that's from. The boys in the house or something. <laughs> See, you don't even. It's something like wrong. That. Something wrong. like that. No, not even like that. Kids in the Hall. But there were 1990s, boys. 1990s, great freaking comedy. Uh, if you get a chance, they're out of Canada. And they did a tour back then. Uh I guess yeah, it was. I guess yeah, it was late the late two thousand, like two thousand nine or something like that. No, it's like two thousand seven. Does it really matter? Does it really matter? You better go get the year right. <laughs> Never was. They did a tour around here uh, with their live performance, and they went to they actually went to uh, Grand Prairies where they were doing it, the Bronco Bowl. And I took Jeb, my good buddy Jeb, who I used to go to Vegas with all the time. And uh, we had uh, a really good time at the show. We we're like, oh yeah, let's go see kids in the hall. It was freaking all phenomenal to see all the characters there and all the guys there and stuff like that. And they're all, you know, still still really cool to me. Lame. It's it's humor you wouldn't get. I I just just he does that to me all the time. Like you better say you're sorry. And that's what I get. What? What do I do? That fake I'm sorry. Oh yeah, I do. I wish I, I need to get that find that recording for it and put that on here. That's just the way I talk. <laughs> See, I remember. You do remember me doing it. Mm. That's always a good time. Well, uh, let's get to what we're uh, kind of got going on with the show today. I'm thirsty. My advice to you: start drinking heavily. Exactly. Exactly. We don't even have a, we don't have any uh, glass in our hand yet. But what, let's get to what we're smoking here. So we're smoking. We're both smoking this King's Cask Cognac Robusto, but you're smoking the King's Cask Vanilla. Maduro, okay? Okay. And so mine is, uh, and there's, n- there's not a whole whole bunch of information on it, uh, but these are given to, these, these were sent to us by a really good, uh, a good friend that we, I've heard with, and these are from one of the, one of the exclusives for Paladin Cigars Lounge over in Fort Worth. So we want to give a big shout out to them. Um, if you're over in that area, I have not been to that one, but I can guarantee you that in the near future, I will be going over to Paladin Let's Cigar Lounge to go I check that Fort out. Worth. And uh, and to talk with them again because that this is like a cigars that one some of the cigars that we have never had before, and so I'm really interested on in trying these and getting these going, and so my good friend Jesse who 
uh, Herf with with the smoke and the dram. He works there and he got he got us these. And oh, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesse, for thank you, Jesse. Uh, getting these uh, cigars to us because we're really, really looking forward to smoking these. So Fort Worth is so much better than Dallas. So much better than Dallas, I got to say. So the wrapper on mine is a Habana wrapper and the binder and fillers Dominican. Um, the King's cask line is a beautiful balance of super premium tobacco, rich, heavy sweetness of cognac and superior construction. Yes, it's flavored. Yes, it's sweet. And it's also damn good cigars, they say. Available in smooth Connecticut wrapper, a rich indulgent Maduro and exotic Habano. And I'm smoking the Habano and she's going to be smoking the Maduro. So the King's cast is a small batch uh, cigar premium specializing in tantalizing flavors. Our factory is located in the Dominican Republic where they hand roll our Dominican grown premium tobacco. All King Cascars are perfectly aged before employing proprietary curing techniques to add the most elegant notes of sweetness and spice. And mine comes in at $7, and yours comes in at $7.50. So what they that's, say... That's good. I, I as know, long you as always it's a, more than mine. I a know. little bit more than yours, I'm okay. And the what they say on yours, the King Cask Vanilla Line is a mild and smooth Dominican longleaf cigar that blends the richness of premium tobacco with a smooth sweetness of vanilla. It's light on the vanilla. So... Well, first, let's back that up and okay. go. We did. I let you do a, uh, a, just a, a cold draw, a cold draw. And I did it. And I could already, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. you, as soon as, as soon as I did that, I cut the end and, and did a cold draw. I mean, you could, you could tell there's going to be vanilla yeah. in this cigar. And then, uh, you know, we lit the cigar up. Now our, our, our lighting, cigar lighting and cutting is brought to you by Enfuego Tobacco Shops. And there's four locations in the North Dallas area, which is in Murphy, Rockwall, Frisco, and McKinney. So if you get a chance in there, go in there to see it. I just had, you know, we, we're, and we'll talk about this in the show here about my birthday, but I went, Melissa asked me what to do. I had some errands to run in the morning. I said, I'm going by in Fuego to my favorite cigar lounge, and I had a cigar with Will, and just just made for a great day to well, hang out let's with let's be honest. Since you're retired, and I would drink to that if I had a drink, you go over there quite a bit. That's good. Yeah, yeah, I do. You're, you're I, I get over there more. I'm like, you know what? I got a few hours to kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be in the area anyway. I'm running errands, doing something. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stop in there, say hello, and do like. And you should too. I'm telling you, in Fuego Tobacco Shops are great, family owned, and they're just remarkable in what they do. Any one of their locations you go to, they really so, are family owned. Yeah, yeah. So go check them out. So anyway, the cigars. As soon as I lit that up and toasted yours, mm-hmm. you could it, and you made the comment. What did you say? Smells like pipe tobacco. It was almost like that uh, vanilla pipe tobacco lighting it up. Smells beautiful. And it's, yeah, it really, really does smell good. Now I'm thinking, this is the first time we've ever done like a flavored cigar. Now I don't know how, what they're, they're, how they do their process for this. It's not like one of those cheap cigars that where they just spray something onto it. They have a process that they, you know, put this into. And I need to get them on the horn sometime here and see you know if they'll say something about it but uh it was not it's being one of the first ones that i haven't had a flavored cigar in, in forever being the first that to light up for you mm-hmm. was pretty pleasant that i liked yeah it's not okay so you know I, I guess in cigar industry you don't cigar smokers don't typically smoke a flavored cigar but this is look at that that's nicely constructed it's it's firm yeah, it's got a beautiful color and it tastes really good. 
This is something that I, I, I would probably smoke this more often, this one, than, than you would, but this is really nice. I, yeah, I'm thinking uh, it's a nice change. Yeah. Uh, I mean, something, like I said, we haven't done on the show before yet, so I wanted to put that in there and say, okay, look, if you're going to at least do one that's that's flavored, or say you're wanting to introduce cigars to your to your loved one. Well, this, and, you know, the typical cigars are kind of, kind of strong and, and harsh for some people. This may be something easier for them to acclimate to because they may have good memories of their their father, their grandfather, their uncle, someone who smoked a pipe or a cigar. And like I said, it's not super super heavy on the vanilla either. It's it's a very kind of a light touch in there, right? Do you think? And if you're going to be around people that don't smoke, and you're smoking a cigar, they're not going to mind this cigar smell at all. This no, smells it's, good. It smells really really good, and that's what it reminded me too. As soon as we let that up, was the uh, cigar, as a uh, pipe tobacco. In there, so that, that's really good. Um, and mine is the Habano, which I may have to relight here because I was chatting and yakking. Uh, but it's got a little bit more spice to it and uh, a little bit more of that earthiness to it going on. But look at that, I've already got it an e- easily an inch ash, and it I just lightly tapped it, it's not coming off. That's that's a that's a fine that's well constructed there. Oh, yeah. And here's here's the dilemma that I had when I was pulling up the information. So Mine was, I knew it was the Habano, or I believe to be a Habano, because it had a gold band at the bottom of it. I don't know if they put, if they infused the vanilla with this at all, too, as well, or if it's just the one like you're smoking, which is, which I know for certain is the vanilla uh, Maduro. So I'm not for certain, because in in the website, when I was at Paladin, it showed, uh, and this, and my cigar was actually marked with Habano on the back side of it. It was actually said Habano on there, so I'm like, all right, I'm in the right deal. But the Habano that they have on the show on the website has a red band at the bottom of it. Huh. So the, the gold band typically, which it has on here, even though it said Habano, is typically what they show on the website is the Connecticut. So, But I know this is not a Connecticut wrapper. This is a Habano wrapper. And it was marked out. I'm like, yeah, that's Habano. Right? That's not a, anywhere near a Connecticut. I can go back and edit that. So are they both um, aged in <clears throat> cognac casks? I think so. Or how they do that, I'm not exactly certain, though, because they don't give a lot of information on, on their cigars. Because you you mentioned that a couple of times. I'm like, well, I, I don't know if you were talking about yours or mine or both, but I don't know if it was subliminal, but I actually can smell that, mm-hmm. the cognac. And now, I'm assuming they age it with a cognac cask, or maybe they have some other process with that. Um, I'm going to reach out to the guys at Paladin. And see if they can give me some more. And I'm going to reach out to uh, Man, the cigar manufacturer, King's Cask, and find out what they say about that. Uh, and your your cigar manufacturer came in. And said, I, I said that right, 750. 750. Yeah, yeah. So just over mine. That that's all it needs to be. Yeah, so it's a really reasonable price cigar, and, and they do use long filler. And you are keeping a very nice ash on that too, as well. It's kind He's of like a, a medium a medium hard pack, and the draw was a little bit a little bit more than medium. So it wasn't uh, just a little bit harder on medium on the draw for it, but it, it's not anything bad that you would want to want to experience or do. So I'm I'm really liking this. The feel of it's really nice on mine. That smoke is just it's like I know you you've got some incense burning over there, but this smells like incense itself. Yeah, I guess that some incense, but that incense is not anything sweet. No, or, no, no, you know, no, no. That incense over there is just for can some you, of the mosquitoes. Can you smell my cigar? Yeah, yeah, I smell it. Even over here, I can smell the so get a whiff of that. Good. And it really reminds me of like a vanilla, a light vanilla pipe tobacco type stuff. Now, when I lit that up for you, I didn't get some tobacco pipe tobacco can have this kind of a funky thing. And I didn't get any of that from there. Mm-mm. So that's a good thing. So, And when you, you say vanilla, it's not like vanilla 
flavored. I mean, I, I, I don't, I'm not getting a heavy vanilla flavor. I'm just getting the pleasance of that. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the difference in like in a premium uh, cigar like this, where it's infused and put into it and it's not flavored with a spray that that's supposed that you're going to taste the vanilla in it because it's like the cigar is flavored for vanilla like some of the cheap yeah, ones not like that. that's not what this is so this is going to be more uh like you're not you're not really tasting that so much on the lips as in this as in the smoke some of the the content of the smoke is what you're getting kind of like that how that is so that's kind now, of if thing. i had i'm going to say this again if i had a drink to oh. compare it to oh that'd be nice you know what'd be nice if somebody poured me a drink <laughs> it's you, over there next I, to you. Uh, ch- chill, well, chillax. It's okay. You know what would help me relax? A damn drink. <laughs> well, let me. I tell you what. Let me. <laughs> let me pause this. Let's take a. Let, we'll take a quick little break so we can get the drink set up and going. You gotta pop the cork. <sighs> oh, oh deep something sigh. with you. It's just. Did you not want to pop the cork? Yes, I always want to pop the cork, but. What. It's just princess. I mean, you're just like... I'm just helping you move along here. Okay. Well, I'm going to pop this cork. That sounded like a commercial. <laughs> sound effects. Like a, sound effects. Well, I'm going to pour us some in here, cause, and I'll, we'll get into what we're drinking here. So just, just hang on tight. We'll be uh, right back. Oh, wrong button. I always do <laughs> that. 0% chance you're right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Okay, we're back, and if you can hear by the jingling of ice, so that's uh, so much better, isn't it, dear? Well, it's like four o'clock on a holiday weekend, and I don't have a—I didn't have a drink yet. I was going to get well, crabby. We're, we're doing that, I know. And what we're drinking today is we're drinking the Captain Morgan Private Stock. I yeah. figured it would pair because it's slightly, uh, slightly sweet. We kind of pair with these cigars for pretty well, mm-hmm. like that. Kind of complement each other on that. So let's go into what that is. So in nineteen uh, correction, sixteen fifty four, young Henry Morgan left his native Wales for the West Indies. He never looked back. A born leader, he quickly made captain and became. Turn to page two. Famous as a legal legal pirate or buccaneer, defending British interest and generally rocking the Caribbean. The best reserves of Captain Morgan rum mixed with the rich blend of sweet island spices aged for a minimum of two years. Captain Morgan private stock rum is made from the finest mellow island spice. It's perfect for sipping on the rocks or with a twist of lime. The Captain Morgan private stock is originally from the Caribbean and has a mahogany color and amber reflections. It has an alcohol content of 40% and represents the quintessence of the Puerto Rican rum tradition. It is aged for two years in oak barrels and then uh, macerated with selected spices such as vanilla and high carrot. Carat. C-A-R-A-T. Carat. I don't know what that is, but check that out. Where Captain Morgan Spice Rum is their flagship concoction and uh, market leader blended sweets, uh, sweet and spices. In the Caro. Maybe it's Caro? It's Caro. Probably it's Caro syrup. Okay. <clears throat> we'll go with that. They had C-A-R-A-T, but I don't know what that is. I was like, Okay. But uh, where Captain Morgan's Spice Rum is their flagship concoction and uh, market leader, blended sweet and spices in the rum drink for color and complexity, the Captain Morgan private stock is a more upscale, complex, and less sweet version of their spiced rum, meant for simping rather than mixing. And it comes in at about $24 for a 700-milliliter bottle, which is... 
It's it's not expensive, but it you know we do like the private stock way better than oh, yeah. we do the the regular stock, and it does make for a better drink. And and you're just doing it on ice because you like really really like that, yeah. right? Yeah, I I don't drink um, rum and cokes anymore. I I used to. That was my drink of choice, but um, I just don't drink sodas anymore. Yeah. So this is yeah. this is so nice. Sounds like a personal problem. Well, it is. Well, I decided to go with. A rum and coke with this to try this out and what i used is the you know and we've used this in the show before for rum and coke is the i'm using the uh fentiman's botanical brewed curiosity cola traditional botanical cola beverage with herbal extracts and it was a fentiman's was established in 1905 and i think out of new york it says served chilled so i think it's out of new york pretty sure it's out of new york probably yeah but the, like the main ingredient is you know is uh Pure cane sugar? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Carbonated water, ginger root, extract. Yep. Does it taste like Coke? No, it does not taste so much like Coke. It, you can taste the ginger in it, which is this ginger kind of cola thing going huh. on. So it's just a different a different kind of a... Oh, is there less sodium in that than there is in regular Coke? You know, that's a lot of freaking questions that you could look up later on on Google, right? If you were just so endo, so, so curious about it. You're saying sodium yeah. has zero milligrams oh. of sodium. No sodium in this drink. Huh. It's got a lot of carbs for one little thing of it. Like total carbs in here is 21 grams. Damn. Which is all from the sugar. So at least, needless to say, I will not be drinking the whole thing today because as the diet plan is still consistent and going... I will not be drinking the whole thing, but I wanted to try that out with this. I haven't never have never done it with a Captain Morgan private stock, and cheerios to this. Salute. Salute. Cheers. But it is in a very nice flavor with that to go with this great little cigar, which is the King's Cask. I am I'm really surprised. I don't get hardly any vanilla stuff out of this one, but it is very smooth. And I do use long fillers, and I can tell the tobacco the way it is. And whoever they in Dominican is rolling these is doing a damn fine job because you had a beautiful ash on I yours. Did. Mine's been putting out a beautiful ash. I tapped it because I was always afraid that ash is going to fall on my face when I. Are you are you getting any different notes out of there? It still tastes like the pi- kind of the pipe tobacco kind of uh, thing going on. Is it changed any at all with that, or is it still the pretty cognac, consistent? It's not. You say flavored, but I just. I don't it mean just, the flavor. It's kind of infused or yeah, how they do yeah, it. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not getting a flavor. To me, it just tastes like a regular cigar, but it's But the smoke slightly, has some nuances. It, yeah, it smells really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so these are definitely a treat. And that may be something that uh, we look at putting in the cigar lounge ourselves, uh, for especially some newer smokers who are wanting to get into the cigars. Like, you know what? Try this out. And and it's not going to be for everybody. For me, I still like a much more, like my Habano, that's the Habano that I'm smoking. I like this much more because I can barely taste any of the vanilla, mm. vanilla stuff in there. And I'm not exactly even sure that there is that in here, or if it's just the cognac cast they do, or however they infuse it with some of that. But it's really, it's really, really a decent, and good cigar. I like Maduro's. I know that's why I gave you that one, yeah. and I knew it was that one is flavored vanilla. Isn't that or weird that I flavor. like I like it darker, like a darker wrapper. Darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. So we say, baby. That's what you say. <laughs> that's what you say. Sure is. Eat your heart out, ladies. <laughs> so yes, uh, 
I think that that's the reason I, you know, I try to pick out for you what I think you're going to like or enjoy. And every now and then I get something, I, I broaden it out a little bit just to bring out more to, so you can keep, exp- you know, experimenting and, and trying. Still working on my palate. Yeah. And, but I'm like this, my, uh, uh, my uh, one right here that's here, which is the uh, Habato. But I still, I can, I can still smell yours over this mm-hmm. one. I can still smell yours, or the whiff coming through there over here. And I got to say, it is doing very, very nicely with the Captain Morgan private stock. Am I? I'm just drinking it straight. And you're drinking it uh, on ice. But it's straight on ice. Yes. Neat would be not on ice. That's correct. If it's not neat, you have it on ice. So that's why you'd say I'm drinking it on ice. I'm drinking it straight. On ice. I'm going to say it the way I chose to say it. <laughs> <laughs> mm. so if you say straight a lot of them are going to be like okay straight does, it, does that mean you want it no, nice I'd, or no ice if so. I'd said neat they would know I was drinking it yes, without ice but there are a lot of people confuse that with straight do they really care whether or not I have ice well, they're going to want to obsession? whatever you're serving I mean if you want to make sure the person I would wants let it them, right? would you like it neat or would you like it on ice I'll serve that to you straight <laughs> they're like i don't know i am not your bartender thank god we had a good bartender last night we did we went to uh last night we went over so this was kind of following into the birthday weekend and uh, we went so my birthday was i smoked cigars and then we went out with two of our best friends in the world kip and crystal and uh, we went over and had a fabulous meal at Randy's Damn fine Steakhouse meal. over in Frisco. And if you've never been over there, this guy was, uh, he trained over in Louisiana cooking. And he New does Orleans. and just amazing, amazing good food. So I ordered the turtle soup. Crystal ordered the turtle soup, which she was like, I've never had turtle soup before. And it's restaurant week. It is restaurant week this week. So get out and try some new things. And it was, a, it's always, it's the closest when I go to like Brennan's or when I go to Commander's Palace in New Orleans and I get the turtle soup, it's as close as I can get to that. I mean, it is that good of stuff. So make sure you order that there. But they also, he does a great job with his bread too, his French bread that he puts out and his steak. I got the uh, eight ounce filet that had the the stuffed uh, crawfish on top and everything. Mm-hmm. Just so freaking good. I had the blackberry, it, it, I had a. I had a filet, but it had a blackberry red wine reduction on top that was, I was a little leery because blackberry and steak, that sounded a little odd. But it was good, wasn't it? It was really good. So if you get a chance to Very go there rich. and tell them we sent you from the Good Cigar over there, because that is a great place. One of our right favorite on places Street. to go. Yeah, on Main Street in Frisco, Texas, Randy's Steakhouse. You better make a reservation, though, because they do get packed up pretty daggum early on. So that was really good. So that was just a damn fine day. And then we came back over here. And uh, we poured more drinks and got in the pool and we smoked some more cigars. And it was just a damn one of the best days ever. It was a great one of my best birthdays ever. Great birthday. Well, good. I'm glad. Yeah. I just had a then, uh, good day. But that's then last night we went to Bottle and Bond. So last night we did. A, you, we need to go some stuff to get the for Tyler's wedding uh, get together. And then we went over to Bottle. I said, let's go get us a fine cocktail. We went over to also in Frisco off the tollway is Bottled and Bond, and it's a great restaurant. I love the feeling that they have in there and the ambiance, but also their cocktail menus are premium. Mixologists work these things. I'm telling you, they do such a great job, and uh, I'll put some of those pictures on Instagram because they were just amazing looking and really, really good over there. So get, get go over there and see that too. Go over there and like that. I said, it's 
So I was good. fascinated. I, and I asked the, the bartender, Steve, a couple of the cocktails on the menu have egg white. And I, I wanted to know, curious minds want to know, do you crack an egg every time you make a drink or do you just have, because you can buy a carton of egg white at the grocery store. Yes. And he said, yeah, don't use that. And the reason being you don't use that is because they have, they put citric acid in there to help uh, keep it from turning and, and stuff. It smells kind of sulfury. And, and you get a sulfur taste out of it. So he goes, no, we have fresh eggs here and he cracks open an egg if you're cracks gonna cracks an egg have every it. time he makes a drink. That's well, it's nuts. not every drink. It's when if it's a drink that calls right. for that. Every time he makes a, a drink with egg white. He does a fresh egg right away. Apparently I have to be very specific for Al today. But yes, that's a lot of egg cracking and a lot of wasted yolks. I would you know, I would save those yolks because there's so many things you could do with those those yolks. I'd have custard on the menu. I know that. Ooh, that's a yeah, lot of yolk. Be, there would be a lot of custard on the menu. Yeah. <laughs> it would be really good on an enchilada, just the yolk. A couple, like three yolks on an enchilada. You know how I love it when we go to a Mexican restaurant and I ask for an egg, they crack an egg. How do you cook sandwich? just a yolk? I would be... Uh, well, you just put it on there and it's going to start cooking up. And then by the time it heats up, it's going to be, oh, you're good. And you split it open, it goes everywhere. Good stuff. Huh. You, yeah, put it, you cook everything up, then you throw it on there. So there you're the going to have egg yolk, white. No, I'm sorry, egg white drinks on your menu. Mm -hmm. You're going to do. You're going to crack an egg every time. So yes, you're going to have to save the egg yolks, and we'll have to. Because you're not going to cook in the bar, but we'll have to figure out something to do with those egg yolks. Yeah, I think we just said that. That's a lot of yolk, though. Okay. You're going to have a yolk. <laughs> we eat nothing but yolks after the bar is open. Because we don't like to waste food. What was that in... Um, there's a movie like that. Not Yelp. A Germanic what? Yelp or something. I'll think, I'll, I'll think of the movie. Where, I'm thinking you're of, lost. I am in... The, in I can't remember the, the if I had it I would I would I would do it but I can't even remember the name of the movie because I'm freaking when you turn fifty two your brain just starts to go to like mush yeah like what time mush. is it yeah kind of happened thing going and that's what's kind of going on here but so okay we're in the Good Cigar Lounge right now the original Good Cigar Lounge and I'm you know I, I I'm sad that summer is ending. But I do love this time of year because the butterflies start to migrate and we're getting more and more monarch butterflies in the backyard. And before it's all said and done by October, it will just be solid. It's just insane. Oh, so we've got competing birds out here, the hummingbirds competing. And oh, we also have a yellow and black butterfly. It's the size of a saucer. That flies around here daily and comes through here. It came through here this morning. It'll come back again this afternoon. And there's a black one, too, with just a little bit of yellow. Yes. This one here is all, you know, mostly yellow with black. And then they have that other one. Just some beautiful, beautiful butterflies and, and critters coming around in our yard. Uh, and the yard still looks amazing. It's The yard doesn't know it's summer is damn near over. Of course, it's 100 degrees today. Yes. And, you know, um, if we were in Florida, it'd be like this year round. Just saying. It wouldn't be 100. It would not be 100. It'd be like a great 75 degrees in Florida. Are you starting <laughs> on Florida again? Because I, you convinced me to move to Florida, and then as soon as I said yes, you're like, no, we're not going. Uh, no, I still have dreams that we're going to have a place in Florida. We're going to open up another cigar lounge in Florida because I want a vacation house there in Florida that I can go to and spend the winters here in Texas are kind of crazy. That's like last year. And I'd like to spend the winters over in Florida still Our next in the dog. sun. You you were talking about the the rum, 
He became a, the sailor. Uh, Captain Morgan was a buccaneer. Yes. Our next dog will be named Buck Buccaneer, and we'll call him Buck. That would have been a great name for Jax Buccaneer. Jax has a great name, Jax. Yeah, but Buck, short for Buccaneer, because he like is Buck. a pirate. Buccaneer, Buccaneer Roman. If we'd had a kid, if we'd had a son, or I'm not naming my kid Buccaneer, Buccaneer Roman. Okay, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> a few more uh, Captain Morgan private stock, and I'd be like, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Captain Pirate <laughs> Roman. That's what his name Buccaneer. should be. Buccaneer. Captain Pirate Buccaneer. Captain Buccaneer Roman. Yeah. And it doesn't have the ring to it. No, not as much. <laughs> I don't know. We maybe haven't had enough to do there, but that's okay. Seriously, this is my first drink. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, well, I do want to talk about while we're here a little bit of our sponsorship, which is one of them is Tequila Tequila Sheila. And if you haven't tried that tequila, make sure you go get you some. They're over at Goody Goody and Total Wine. And they are in Texas and Florida. But if you can't, wherever you're at, get it and they'll try to get it to you over there. But it's 100% blue agave organic. And it is some of the finest tequila we've ever had. It's still, it's still when I make a margarita, that's still what I use every single time. When we have the lounge and the bar going, we're going to have tequila Sheila Damn in there. Damn skippy wheel. Uh, so we make sure you come see us because we're going to be getting that going. And that's been my go-to drink on my diet. That sounds crazy. But, you know, I'm, I'm not going to give up alcohol completely. I'll, I've cut way back during the week. Yeah, but you've been drinking the, the Blanco and this, then uh, just Blanco some Topo Chico with some with it. Topo Chico and some lime. Yeah. Makes me very happy. Yeah, that makes for a get damn good day. No carbs. Yeah, I don't think there's any carbs. No. Well. Does tequila have carbs? Uh, it has calories, but no carbs. Okay. Yeah. I can live with that. I can definitely live with that. And the Topo Chico is... Is really good with that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, that's good. I think next week we're going to do... We have the Palladium box in from Luxury Cigar Club. So I think next week that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to pick one of the cigars out of there each to get into on the palladium box and look at that and see what's in there. So I haven't even opened it up yet. So I'm waiting for you. So I get first dibs. You, I'm going to give you first dibs on the palladium box of what you want. Well, this will be a first ladies and gentlemen. That's what I said. We're going to get ready for that. So we're going to open that up and see. Very nice. Yep. There are two uh, hummingbirds out there right now. And I'm surprised they're not fighting. It's funny to watch hummingbirds fight. They are some mean little bastards. They, man. But if you haven't checked out, can I get back on topic again? Sure. Before Squirrel? You, you can try. Okay. So if you haven't gone to Luxury Cigar Club, they do a premium cigars. They they pick these things out from different manufacturers. They've always, every time, surprised me on how good the stuff that they get in, and it's always for a great price as well. And they have different levels to what you do. The core, which I think is like 19 bucks a month, and it's three cigars. And you get, I mean, they're always, what you pay for, It's always these cigars are always worth a lot more. Than what they within what you're paying for. So make sure you go to luxurycigarclub.com and go check them out because they do really do a great job with getting you these premium cigars, these really hard to find ones. And so a lot of them they sell too at their website, so you can get them in some more, which I've done. I've done like, well, I really like that. I really want more. And they always put a discount code. So you, it's easy to get more cigars and use a discount code. So it's it's a great deal to go get into. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So make sure you go check that out. Well, you want to get into the uh, winner of the contest? Let's give away some of your stuff. Let's get away. Let's see here. Well, I got to find the... Uh, oh, I got the applause. Good. We're good to go. We have this week's winner. And to enter into the contest every week that we give away, all you need to do is go to thegoodcigar.com. And there's a place in there to register for thegoodcigar.com. 
So to make sure you you get onto our giveaway, which we do every week on the show, go to thegoodcigar.com, and there's a place on there to just send an email and your name in there. And if you want to leave a comment, even more wonderful. But that's where you go. Then once your name is entered in, you're entered in for good, and you're going to get a chance to win every week when we do our show. All you have to do is the next week listen up to see if your name's being called. You have to listen. That's the only way. That's how you win. You listen to your name being called, and you have one week to holler at me and say, hey, I'm the winner, and send me my prize pack. And that's what I do. So you can e- email me at alroman at the good cigar, or you can Instagram me, uh, Facebook me, send me a message, whatever, just get me a message that, hey, I've won with your address, stuff like that, and I'll send out the prize pack. Sounds pretty simple. Sounds pretty simple. So this week's uh, winner for the, which we're giving away a Nova cigar, because we absolutely love, love the Nova cigars. Nova. I smoke Nova cigars almost daily, and it is definitely weekly. And if you haven't gotten Nova cigars, go to novacigar.com, use our discount code TGC20, and get 20% off your Nova cigars. What are you waiting for? Go get you some of those cigars. They are such a delicious, every one of them I've had. I don't had. lie. So yeah. if I tell you it's a really good cigar. it's a They're just damn fine, premium cigars that they have every kind of flavor you know anything you're kind of looking for whether it's light medium they have that um and they're just a beautifully beautifully made cigar i've never had a problem with draw i've never had a problem with burn on them so make sure you go to novacigar.com tell leo we sent you and put in our discount code tgc tgc20 for 20 percent off your deal so I'm going to put a Nova cigar in there. I'm going to put a patch, a decal, a red poker chip, a bottle of tequila, Sheila, so you get to try that. And I'm going to put that all in there with the Humi Smart so that you can have fresh cigars because we do love Humi Smart and we love having that in our humidors. So everyone that I send out has a little Humi Smart pack I put in there so I know the cigars are fresh. They're not going to be without that ever. I'm, I'm never sending cigars out without my Humi Smart in there. Because you're a nice guy. You're really Because I'm a nice guy, and I want uh, you to enjoy the cigars. You can get them there, let them sit for in your humidor just to chill and relax. Because of the tra- I, I don't, I don't know how the UPS and all that stuff, post office, you know what they do with the heat and stuff like that. But the the humidity will be correct for your cigars. So now it's just kind of getting it down to a temperature change to it. So the uh, winner for this week's contest is James Ray. James Ray, James come on Ray, down. You are the big winner. So you have one week to contact me either by email at alroman at the good cigar.com or hit me up on Messenger. Now, James the, Ray, you can choose the, the package that Al's chosen or you can choose what's behind door number three. There's nothing behind door number three. We don't exactly. have a door number three. Ex- well, sh- now he knows that. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because <laughs> that was the. Because you're mean. The See, I'm nice right. and sweet. And no, you're that mean. wasn't the price is right. What was that show? Let's make a deal. Let's make a deal, James Ray. You could trade Al's package for what's behind door number two. There's nothing there, so don't do it, James. It's empty, boy. Well, it's time to get to the. Oh my goodness! I'm gonna smoke. What am I gonna smoke this week? What What are my menage a trois of the week? It's time for the Menage a Trois Cigars What of the all week. have you smoked this week? <laughs> One cigar that I thoroughly enjoyed, and I was herfing with the, I was herfing with the uh, ash holes one night, the Texas ash holes. And as a matter of fact, I, th- I got on with the uh, Smoking the Dram Society, too. So that was a fun day. But I started out with that Nova Mirage, just a beautiful cigar, 
It was what I wanted in the evening time. It's not a super powerful cigar. It's just a straight up medium cigar, but it was a nice big six by 60. It's a nice size cigar. It's got some girth to it. And it really was just held its ash and was just a nice long for the whole time that I did the herf. That's what I smoked because it just lasted a good long time. It was easy to smoke. Just a good one. Once again, just the the Nova in there was. I had to mention that one in my my Menage a Trois this week because it was such a, a good name. stick. Yeah, good choice. And then the second one was the Roma Craft Baca. That is just such a. I haven't had a Roma Craft in a long time, and I was searching through my humidor and I found one. I was like, "Where have you been, little Baca, guy?" B a c c a. B a k a. Oh, okay. Baca, and that's spelled correctly. That's how they spell it. It's no, Baca. I, 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 I believe Before you. you criticize. No, 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 not at all. But you said Baca, and I'm thinking Baca as in the god, of, the god of wine. B a c c a. I wonder what B a k a stands for. Baca. I don't know. It stands for damn fine cigar. Damn fine cigar. Because <laughs> that's what it was. Look it up. The, or don't, the Roma just Craft trust him. Bucket. Great cigar. Really enjoyed it. I found that little guy in my humidor. Was happy, happy to do that. The third one on my list for this week was the Room 101 Shogun. And I found Shogun. my. Uh huh. Matt Booth always comes up with the best names. I found myself. I had that cigar. It's not expensive. It's a great stick, but I end up smoking it twice in the morning with my coffee. So one morning I had one. I was like, that was so good with my coffee the next morning. I got the next, I got it again with that. It just worked out really, really well. Uh, sun coming up, you know, the wind was just had a nice little breeze come through. It's cooler in the morning. And in that, my coffee and the Shogun from Room 101, just a great combo put together out there. Just give me enough spice into it to uh, help you start your day. Start the day Wake off with the coffee. Yeah, and that. That was, that was a good good way to start i was like like i said i had it once had to do it again so i would think with a coffee with a coffee situation not in the morning you would want a mild normally a mild cigar but coffee is such a strong drink it can, coffee can be no we drink it stronger but a lot of people don't drink it strong like that they mm -hmm. like it lighter so it really depends on the individual more so, debate on that later we can debate on it now people don't always drink heavy black coffee well straight, i mean hard, hard al and coffee. i drink we don't drink the same coffee. Al drinks mud, and I drink blonde. Sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. Anywho. I'm sorry, what were you saying, dear? I wasn't listening. Nope, I'm done. Insult me. Go ahead. I didn't insult you. I didn't say anything to you. I was talking to Jack. Obviously, I wasn't <laughs> talking to you. Nor will I be. Oh, I can only be so lucky. Just a little happy mood music. Happy mood music, okay, babe. Okay, just some good stuff, some good tunes. I got, I got a few tunes there. I just rarely ever get to play them or put this on here like that that I've gotten, so it's kind of good. So let's get into. Uh, oh, we know what we need. We need ask Melissa. We, I almost <gasps> forgot about the ask Melissa Melissa segment of the show. I wasn't bring it up. Holy crap! Because you've lost so track of your so, pages. Your pages this is are so around. good in for in debate. I do really like, I got to say, the Captain Morgan and that uh, cola with it. That is perfectly good together. My Habano King's Cask, really, really enjoying this. This has been a delightful cigar, I have to say. Really, really. Thank you again, Jesse. Yeah, Jesse and the folks over at uh, Paladin Cigar Lounge over in Fort Worth. We're going to have to get over there and check it out. We are. Oh, just, just, just a nice. It's been a very pleasant, nice smoke. Really like this one. Okay, so the first uh, ask, Melissa. Oh, do you want me to do the science thing? No. Well, you can. I'll just put some other different music on. How about that? Okay. Ooh. 
so not science question questionnaire. That sets the mood yeah. for these questions. Mm. There we go. It's time for Ask Melissa. And the first question comes to us from the Google. <laughs> from the Google. <laughs> from the Google. Fifty Two. Yeah. So it's yeah. The Google. How's the Facebook work working out working out for you these days? I'm still working on the MySpace page, so that's <laughs> uh, that's gonna it's, it's gonna right blossom. Along. Yeah, MySpace is gonna come back. So, would you rather walk barefoot in a public bathroom or through poison ivy? Poison ivy. Really? I, I the agoraphobe Ugh. that you are. Ugh. I figured you would like. Nope, I'll do that. Well, yeah, I guess that makes sense because you're such a germ fanatic. Yeah. Like, kind of like. Yeah. Well. Well, you've gotten had poison ivy. We've we've all, we've both had poison ivy yeah. before, right? And you had yours was. I can get over poison ivy. I'm not sure I can get over whatever fungus I would get from the public bathroom. See, and I'm in the opposite because I had poison ivy, and I had to go get steroid, like two steroid shots, and all kinds of stuff because it was like going mad crazy on me the time I got it, and it was absolutely miserable for like months that that when I had the poison ivy. So I'm like. No, I'll just uh, bathe in, um, in you know, some kind of hand sanitizer, like the entire tub of it, if I have to walk through uh, a bathroom. But I'd rather do that than have the stupid poison ivy. You didn't give me that as an option. Can I do that? Can I coat my feet in, in antiseptic before I... Not before. You can only do it after. So what's your choice? Are you going to stick with it or are you going to flip-flop? I don't know. You know what? I, oh, okay. So you know what I have done is I've walked through fire before or across coals. Yeah, but that has... That's not, nothing to do with... I'm pretty sure I'd have to do that after. <laughs> <laughs> Just to burn off whatever the yep, funk is yep. in the bath. And it's not, and it's going to be like a... Uh, it's going to be like a at, at a dive bar bathroom, too. That's the, So I'm going oh, to put that stipulation yeah. on there, too. It's like yeah. a, you know, some dive bar. No, I, I, I was picturing, like, the worst. Yeah, I was... I, as soon as you said that, I was already picturing something bad. <laughs> a Detroit... A bus terminal. Yeah. Like, oh, good yeah, Lord. In New York. <laughs> Who stole my shoes? Where, where am I? Yeah, I don't know. That may be pretty pretty uh, iffy on me for that, too, as well. So, uh, But, you know, yeah. uh, having had the bad poison ivy, it just doesn't set well with me. So I think I'd, I'd rather You can get thing. over poison ivy. I'm not sure you can get over the... I would just have to burn burn my feet or something. Yeah. Yeah. No. Torch them. So the next question is, would you rather know when you're going to die or how you're going to die? Oh, Ooh, would you, which one would you rather? Because we're getting, we're about to get to Halloween, right? We're about to get into the spooky season. So I figured this was one. You're talking about, we're talking about barefoot and public restrooms and poison ivy. Now we're going even darker. We're going down there. Would you rather know when you're going to die or how you're going to die? Does my knowing give me the opportunity? No. There's just, there's no avoiding it, right? This is the thing. You either. You get to n rather you know when you're going to die, or you you find out how you're going to die. All right. So side note, the hummingbirds just oh, ganged up on the mockingbird. Now mockingbirds are badass. Okay. Yeah. Yes. But the yes. two hummingbirds decided the enemy of my enemy is my friend, and uh, they just ganged up on the hummingbird. You want or the, answers? I think I'm entitled. Yeah, because I really don't want to answer this. I don't know. Do you have, what would you, you tell me no, no, your you go choice first. and I'll tell you why you're wrong. No, no. And this is not, not, this never is part about you being wrong. This is always just about discussion 
of ideas. God, we asked questions. the question nobody asked. And we solve the problems nobody cares about. But we do it. That's what, that's what our function is. Then here. I would want to know when I'm going to die so that I can plan accordingly. I can... I know how much time I have to get everything done. If That's, I can't change the out course, then how I die appears to not matter. And I just need to know when it's going to happen so that I can um, get everything in order. That's the way. That's almost exactly what I thought. I thought, you know what? I'd rather yeah, know. Not until I thought it first. I want to know when, because if, if they said, hey, dude, it's like tomorrow. Well, dude, I'm, I've got a lot of partying stuff. I'm going out like a rock star. <laughs> I'm not gonna, because they said, it's tomorrow. But if they and s- I'm not going to bed tonight. <laughs> yeah. Which probably explains how it happens. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to forego the sleep, and I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to have a blast. It's going to be just rock star all the way. But You know what I'll do for you if I know tomorrow's the day? I'm going to the airport, and I'm getting that cheap 24-hour insurance. I'm I'm loading you up for bear. I'm gonna set you. Speaking of being a rock star, I'm gonna set you up so good. You're gonna you're gonna wish I was alive so you could thank me. I will be, but you know it's it's when you're done. So I was thinking how I died. You know it may be tragic and it may be in my sleep or whatever like that. But and if they said you know well you just kind of in your sleep you go. Well, crap. That was not really good information. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. It, it could be any night. Yeah, we're not going to tell you. You're going to be mean, terrified no? to go to sleep. Yeah, but it could be tomorrow. Like, but that's the way I go. But no, yeah. I want to. I'd rather know when. How much time? How much time does uh, God allow me to have on this earth? This fine earth of us that He's uh, given us to just enjoy life. Although you, you are making the most of. You're living like there's no tomorrow. You are really making the most of it. I'm impressed with you. Yeah, I'm just throwing well, that you. out there again. I do try. Yeah. You know, life is very short. I've got, you know, I've been, I was in law enforcement 32 years, and I've seen the worst of the worst. And uh, people's lives can be changed in absolutely a minute from today, and their lives are changed the next to the next minute to horrible, horrible stuff. So we don't know when we have and when we're going to go and when things are going to happen. So you try to live life like it was your last day every day and be appreciative of the day you have because we don't know about tomorrow. And if you do that, it really changes your outlook to a more positive outlook. Like, you know what? The possibilities are endless. Whatever you want to do, do it. Don't just, if you want to be an artist, go freaking start looking into that, doing that. You want to read a book, read whatever it is you want to do. You get out there and you kind of chase your dreams. And if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. Go, go after that. You're living like you've got 50 years, but 50 years isn't long enough. You're That's exactly right. You're it's not enough for me. I not need, enough. I have uh, a list of stuff to do, and I'm going to do it before I go. And I'm living like the squirrel trying to save a nut. There's plenty of time. I just need to save more. I don't even know if that's really correct. I'm not living my best life. I'm not. You you are you are getting the most out of everything. I'm impressed with you. Well, thank you. But you can be. That's the point. You can be. You can do that. Well, you, know, so, you, know, okay. you know who decides that? You decide that. Well, but you you know exactly what you want to do any given day. I don't have that can kind of ambition or like I I haven't really given it I I haven't grown up yet. So when I grow up, there's plenty of time when I grow up, I'll figure out what I want to do with my life. Okay. Good enough. I'm going to... I still call my mother for advice. I'm like, Hmm. I don't know. 
You want to the next question? We've solved God, that little problem. more. Well, this is a science question. You know how much you really oh, like science questions. And I, I thought ask for as we're going in still the Halloween spirit, this is creepy. So you may have heard that uh, any weird meat always tastes like chicken, right? Someone tastes like, eat this here, eat that there. Snake. Yeah. Possum. Alligator. They're always like, it tastes like chicken. Beaver tastes like doesn't. Chicken. Beaver tastes like roast. Yeah, it does. But which edible insect actually does taste like chicken? There's uh-huh. a bug that tastes like chicken. And I'll give you a hint that it's more local than you think. Um, 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 so, um, cicada? Edit, edit, um. Cicada? Freaking badass. That's awesomeness. You guessed that correctly right. So, the uh, in the woods, looking for a tasty snack? Try a cicada. Tastes like chicken. Really? Some sources report... Oh, what page is that? I got to turn on the other page. They also they uh, taste like shrimp or almonds. Also, the flavor depends whether you eat them cooked or raw. Oh, I would be eating them cooked. <laughs> cooked. Oh my gosh! I I think that's just uh, there's just I just can't you know I I can eat a lot and a whole bunch of I don't mind I can eat the most whole anything. cricket thing. Yeah, pretty much anything out of the sea I can no, eat. No, I'm not but eating bugs. Cricket. Yeah, I just. I just don't uh, get the bug thing. Uh, not worms, not anything. I just don't. I just, I can't do it. It's just something ingrained. I remember. Frog legs, I don't care. I was about 18, 17 or 18, 16, somewhere in there. The, Texas always gets a plague of something every year. Every year, it's okay. something new. What? But that particular year, it was crickets. Mm-hmm. And I remember that... Outside the re- there was only re- one restaurant in the in the town we lived in, and they would be in they they would be six inches deep outside the doors of the restaurant. The, they would have to come out with a broom and sweep them away, and you could smell that, that dead cricket thing. They weren't yeah. they weren't even dead. They were alive, but they were just it was like that zombie weird crawling on top of each other. Yeah, it's called a swarm. Uh, swarming towards the lights around the restaurant, and they would just have to sweep them away. And that, I, I still, I still remember that funky smell. I'm like, there's no way. And I know in a lot of a lot of cultures, they eat crickets, and there's just not it. I just uh, after smelling dead crickets, you know, when the past, I just yeah. like I said, bugs are just not not on just not list. on the not on the list. I just don't. It's just not I am for me. So much higher on that food chain than than a cricket. <laughs> uh-uh. But that was happy. a great answer. You came up with cicada. What gave it away? That I said it was more local than you think. And you were Maybe, thinking? probably, yeah. But that really did come to mind, a cicada, because um, it would have to be a pretty big sized bug to taste like chicken. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how you do. Yeah, some of them taste like shrimp or almonds. I I don't know. Maybe I'll have to have a chef cook that up and figure mm-hmm. that out. But uh, there ought to be. There's got to be some serious money involved in that. Okay. So the next question is: Lobster blood is blue once it is exposed to air. What color is the inside of the living lobster? What color is it inside of it? So the lo- the lobster blood is blue once it is it's, it is exposed to air. What color is the inside of the living lobster? Uh, People want to know. Can we say red? Eh. The answer is clear. The blue color of lobster blood comes from the copper-based hemocyanin, but it isn't blue until it's exposed to air. It's also found in spiders and certain other arthropods. So you won't believe me, but my options were red or clear. 
anyway. We should listen to those. Well, I I did. I went with red. I had two options. I went with red. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's the uh, end of those questions there. So, but that that was I, that I figured that was all kind of weird. Blue blood. That's kind of creepy. But I mean, lobsters are basically giant spiders, ocean spiders. That's that's mm, all they are. They're delicious. So, would you spiders. eat a spider like if it was cooked up a regular spider? No. And they said, no, it tastes like lobster. It's not a crustacean <laughs> that I'm after. No, no, really true. It tastes like lobster. You're going to eat it? If its blood is blue when it's exposed to air, maybe. Yeah, maybe. That's maybe. If it tastes like lobster, maybe. Damn it. Now I want lobster. I know you do. That's not what we're having for dinner, so I don't know what to, I don't <sighs> yeah. know what to tell you. I don't, know what, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not doing that. You need to, you need to get dressed. We're going out. I need some, I need some crustacean in my life. Nope. Not doing it. Well, let's get to the uh, cigar news, shall we? Let's see if I can find a little uh, mood music for cigar news. Mood music. What puts you in the mood for news? I don't know what this one is. Hmm. No, not so much? No. No, not that one either. And in the news today. This comes from uh, Cigar News. This comes from Cigar Journal. Las Finas Lamas unveils the punch bracelet. Las Finas Lamas created a unique, and I'm not even sure if I'm saying that, Le Finas, it should be Le, Le Finas Lamais. That's the correct pronunciation, I believe. Mm. Created a unique cigar accessory with dual function. A brand new range of products has been revealed to the cigar community. Totally made in France, the punch bracelet combines the characteristics of a piece of jewelry with those of a cigar cutter. First fashionable cigar accessory, it has the classy and elegant look of a bead bracelet, but also brings in the iconic sharpness of Les Le Finas Lamis. I think that's right. Uh, ba- uh, able to cut any type of cigar with its concealed 7mm punch blade. Practical and suitable to many different looks, these features make the bracelet the easiest cigar accessory to carry around. Available in 10 different finishes, including Onyx, Tiger Eye, Magnes, mag, magnesite, lava, mm. serpentine, mm. red jasper, turquoise, and satellite beads. And the uh, 316L stainless steel or brass punches. And it price starts around $49. I wonder if how cigar-friendly they are in France. Uh, you can get. There's a lot of people that smoke cigars. They, they do a lot of smoking. They do a lot of cigarette smoking over there in France. Okay, but, that makes uh, sense. But they do, they do, there are a huge culture to his huh. cigars. And, but that's really unique. I wish I'm I would have thought of that. I'm going to need to check so these out. Yeah, I'm not going to France right now. No, I need to check out this jewelry online. Yes. And I looked at it and they had a picture of it there and it looked really pretty, you know, with the tiger eye bracelet. You know, we're going to have some bracelets that I'm making for the shop. Yeah. And I wish I would have thought of that, putting a punch in there. So it's like a elongated, you know what a punch is, right? So if you don't yeah. know what a punches there's different ways to cut your cutter you got a straight straight cutter scissor cutters you do a punch which actually punches a little hole at the end of it okay so it opens that up and this has that in there so you can untwist it like you're taking the bracelet off and then the punch is in there and you can go boop and then you just twist a punch off. but but this said a cutter a punch is a cutter it cuts the cigar so that you can smoke it like this I, is a, I, this right here is a straight straight cutter right it's that, got that's two what i'm blades. thinking right that's what i'm thinking this is also called a guillotine cutter you know a kind punch of, is just a uh like a ice pick no, that's 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 a pick. Oh, a 
So a punch. What's the thing that you think used? of? Th- look at a, think of a hole punch you, back in high school. Remember you had hole punches. Yeah, but what's the thing if your cigar is not drawing? Don't you punch it? No, you have a spike that you put a in. A spike. There. Yeah. Okay. That okay. you can put in there to pull that out. So the punch is cuts it like a at the end takes off and you slowly twist it and turn it and it's got a, sh- a round blade on it. Oh. So it makes a hole like a hole punch in a piece of paper. So it does that depending on what size punch it is, how big the hole is. And then you smoke the end of well, it. Well, you need of to get crafty and start making me some jewelry with some. And, isn't that what I was just saying? Isn't, isn't that what I was like? No, you were lamenting the fact that you hadn't done it. Like you weren't going to do it. Well, now, I think that, now that was the point. Now need you to do it. Yeah, get now after Now I'm not going to do it. Now I'm no, not doing it. No, no well, I'm not doing it. All right. Not going to do that for you. Then I'm going to France. Bye. <laughs> You're going to St. Louis. I'm going to Disneyland. <laughs> You're going to St. Louis. Yes, I'm going to be over in St. Louis at the end of September. Seems going, fair. Going you go to, to St. Louis. I go to France. Yeah, but I'm going. I'm going to go to the Riverman Cigar Company over there, and uh, Martinez Cigars is going to be there. They're going to be rolling cigars. I miss Martinez. Yeah, I know. We haven't done one of those in a while. We need to, um, hopefully, to go over there and get some new ones while I'm there, too. And I'll uh, bring you back some, and uh, we'll uh, be able to have them on the show again, too, as well. But uh, I'm, I'll be talking to them and, and seeing everyone there, too, as well. But looking forward looking forward to uh, meeting with uh, Nick and Gator again and hanging with those guys. Just having a blast. Yeah, I don't miss that. <laughs> You're such a, you do too. You love those guys. Shout out, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Great group of guys over there at the cigar pulpit. So we can't look so much forward. Had such a good time last year with them. Looking forward to hanging with them again, smoking cigars all day long, going to different places, different cigar lounges. Just, just a plethora of good times. So I got. Will uh, they? Will they be topless? These lounges you're going to? No, they're all cigar lounges. Yeah, we just go to cigar lounge. We're not doing anything. Okay. I'm going. I'm not. I'm going to stay in the cigar lounges. Hmm. So, news from uh, barbecuenews.com. Funny car champs smoking more than tires. Two-time defending NHRA funny car champion Robert Hyde <laughs> knows all about how to how to light up. You're such a dork. A set of tires during the burnout process of the passed down drag strip. Lucky for his family and friends, the entire team. Turn page. He also knows how to fire up a barbecue pit. And for some tasty treats at home and and at the track. Your National Barbecue News crew had the opportunity to ask Robert a few questions about how he mixes his racing life with his barbecue hobby. Drag racing and barbecue are definitely two different speeds. When at the races, I only cook for my team and it isn't an all-day process. Got to stay focused at the races, he says. Sometimes on Thursday, day before the race, I will make ribs, which takes six hours. Drag racing is all about science and trying to different, different, different things to go quicker and faster. Barbecue is very scientific also. You got to try new things all the time to make the food taste better. See, if you'd said... They asked him whether or not he would walk barefoot through a public bathroom <laughs> <laughs> or through poison ivy. That would have been funny. That would have been good. No. So they also asked him, would you consider yourself a low and slow type of cooker or a hot and fast? Sounds like and he's his hot answer and fast. was usually at the track. I'm in a hurry. So it's hot and fast. Nothing better than a good steak. If I'm at home on an off day, I try to make something that takes most of the day to cook. That is usually 
when I watch the NHRA races on my DVR. Did you just channel Elvis? (laughs) Also, you can play quite a few games of cornhole while grilling ribs or brisket, according to him. Wow. (laughs) I I don't know who you are right now. I really don't. <laughs> this is the Labor Day weekend. Whew. And so I would thought I would throw in some of that because, you know, I didn't I'm going to be doing a little bit of grilling today. Uh, but we didn't uh, I didn't really this weekend wasn't really planned around doing a whole bunch of barbecuing and stuff like that. So I really would have liked to have done some ribs or something like that. But we just didn't. My uh, loss. You know, we are off tomorrow on Monday. So uh, maybe uh, tomorrow. Maybe I, can... I did take out that pork. You are. We are cooking. We've got that pork tenderloin that's wrapped in bacon and stuffed with andouille sausage. Hell yeah. There you go. <laughs> you do got to like some of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is just good times rolled in meat. Mm-hmm peanut butter and banana sandwiches afterwards i don't know so how did you uh how'd you end up liking your cigar i love that cigar i was pleasantly surprised at how well that one tasted and how well that is i think i'm going to be talking to them about uh get those cover at the lounge too so smelled really really good and i can see a lot of people wanting to gravitate towards that to like that and i really truly enjoyed my habano too as well i gotta say the king's cast this cognac robusto was Five by fifty-two was a is a really really nice smoke. Really really enjoyed the cigars, and also I have to say it paired really well with the Captain Morgan private stock. That was freaking awesome. That was good. Yeah, love me some private stock. Yes, and uh, guys, we want to thank you for listening to the show. We want to especially thank our Patreon subscribers too. They always send me good information. I got a, I got the recipe sent in to me for the um, the drink the tomato drink. Uh, Bloody Mary? Bloody Mary. Yeah, yeah. Woo. He sent it to me. So thank you, my Patreon subscribers, for that. And if you want to be a part of that, make sure you go to thegoodcigar.com. Go over there where it says Patreon. Become a subscriber and, and help out the show. We do a lot for you. We try to do stuff. So we're going we're gonna to be getting out of here just in just memento time with this. And we're going to carry on with the after show where there's going to be probably more Elvis. Oh, good Lord. Or Redneck Elvis. Whatever you want to do. Redneck I'm Elvis. With, I'm pretty good with that. I kind of like that yeah. NHRA. You get your money's like worth, don't you? <laughs> yes. Wow. But remember, life is too short for bad cigars or bad liquor. We will see you next time but on try The Good to Cigar. Squeeze in some bad women wherever you can. Hell yeah.